Welcome back to Spirit Squared. I'm Andrew Darrington, your host. We're here for episode 12. Josh, we've made it 12 episodes, and we're here at the Beckham Hotel here in the Cigar Lounge. They afforded us a space. We thank them so much for doing that. And we have great news. We have the new sponsor, Red Construction, has sponsored us. We're so thankful for them to do that. And we'll mention them during the uh, during all of our podcasts going forward. As well as their sponsor for us, we really appreciate them for doing that. We have a great guest tonight, someone that's local and at the still representing a distillery that's local. I've kind of showing off their hat, their Tawakara hat. Uh, a distillery out of Alistine, Trent Porch is on with us. He is their bar manager, which is our favorite person in any bar. Are especially if you're in the distillery. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the distillery, but thanks so much for coming on, especially in this kind of environment. It just, you just like sink in, man. I mean, it's just, man, I decided to be here. Right, right. Um, so let's get started on the distillery, the history. Uh, yeah. Some, a lot of folks locally know of Avatara, but Talk to us a little bit about the distillery, how King and Ass, who was involved. But, uh, but sure, you know, honestly, I'll kind of start at Andy. I'm Todd Carroll. Come, it's, it's reach where the distillery started. You know, it means being in the Creek, Regan, Grapevine Creek, and the uh, cattle pair, uh, the cattle language of the Grapevine area. Um, so that's where it started back in 2016, where the idea was born between Justin and Jason Jackson. Uh, I'm sure you've heard those names before, and Sharon mentioned them a few times. Um, Jason owns Axenville Distillery, while the owners are there out in Colorado. Like, uh, Justin cited you were tied in the silly, so him and Jason dove in head first and started Tyler Carroll back in 2016, started laying barrels down in 2017. Uh, quickly realizes we need more space. So remember, two years at 3 a.m., Grapevine, we're set up, oh, no, we need more space. Can't store, we see the same county or outside of the county make within. So we had to figure out, I mean, um, started looking around, we found the Alistine, um, it, it's a lovely beautiful yeah, they found old Cooper's warehouse, massive story, massive spot, some great back spot. So for Rick House uh, stuff as well. So um we got we were in 2020, as we all know, COVID, you know, kicked us in 2020. Uh so it took us about three years to get where we're at now. Uh we finally got our tasting the open, got the open about five months ago. Uh that is still is up running sometime this year, but everybody this year, which really excited them well. Gotcha. So what is the spilling and 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 all the fermentation process look like right now. So right now we're at a stand. Um, we've got everything set up, all of our ferment, our ferments there, our cookers there. Everything is ready to go. Our heat line, our, our steam lines, um, our chill lines, all that's ready to go. We just have a couple of small plumbing problems through the actual stills. So I've got a steam line touching and cooling the lag on firewall right now. Yeah. And it's also caused a dip in one of other lines. So got some plumbing coming out. I actually go in the next couple of weeks and cook that. Once that sticks, go up and on the intestines, we raid so I just sell them by Steve May. That's poor thing. But for now, we're so what you guys are producing is uh, barrels that were already completed prior to the move. So, right uh, in 2020, right before the move, they decided we're going to start laying down a whole bunch more barrels, really, you know, boost up our stock. So, uh, all our stock right now is from about 2017 to 2020. Um, good chunk of work, 2019. From. Wow. Nice and really good age. Absolutely, absolutely. So, talk to us a little bit about sourcing. You guys are you sourcing from local grains or 
going outside and see. So when we originally started, uh, we we're kind of forcing wherever we could. And I mean, it's fine. Justin was trying out different grains to really figure out what tall flavor would be. Um, but I think by 2018 or early 2019, we started going getting Texas grains. So, yeah, uh, I mean, we started up in like North Dakota and we got some Kansas and now we're in Texas. So it's all Texas corn couplings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got Texas red bear, Texas wheat. We've got Texas rye and the wide. Uh, Texas elder rye berry. Um, and then we've also, yeah, our, our malt, all test, all of the water. It's up in the end of the urban north and Evel area as well. Yeah. But yeah, all test. You got a unique yeast ramp up late moon, though. Very unique yeast strand. Oh, I should say that's very unique. Um, how long have they had that? I think Justin's been using that strain since 2017. Why? So figured out his flavor. He would walked it in. I drank it back. Um, the, the, the still that you guys use in Palestine, it's, it's the same, different than it? A new still, actually. It's a new so. Okay. When we moved, um, we decided we were going to go ahead production as well. So we bought four Arthur Eris Edels from the mold, uh, Urshans factory. So we got Oakdale, California, and a massive Urshans factory. They're using these four stills to make, to make some milk out of mm-hmm. So they're, uh, built in 1964, like, or happens to copper. Super big, super dense, gonna outlast our distillery. So we got two of them fixed up, we sent them on the Vendome, they all shama, minimum, we collapsed them nice, replaced all what gas, it's ridded for a whole bit. We saw two on their side, we they made them all shama, real bit. Wow, that's awesome. That's a that's a cool oh, yeah. thing that I'll think maybe give them a little value. Yeah, really excited for those. Now I can't wait to hear our first one off that. And it's no sitting shot of that. We just did it. <laughs> Um, we send our old seals from Grapevine. Those are actually now ads in the Oak East Village. Jason, uh, Justin, brother, we're actually setting those, I think, post mint gardens. Gotcha, gotcha. You got us have, uh, also on top of that, you have a mini yeast strand. You're setting up a, a new still that used to still keep it. No, that's really cool. Um, you also have a lot of different styles of barrels. So, so you guys, do a lot of custom size barrels. Mm-hmm. Is there a strategy that goes along with, uh, I would assume that there may have been different cooperages that you guys were negotiating with and get 30s, if it's all you could get, uh, so for you, what have you? Yeah, um, a lot of that, a lot of our barrel sizes were that first, and I'm just trying to get what we could get. Uh, so we've actually got three main barrel suppliers. You have your barrel, did you breed, barrel mill, and like perfect Kelvin. Um, they just, everything got acting the pelling barrels is some of and it's not start slowly to put this heat. Um, but within those barrels, we have three or sizes. We got the 53s, 30s, and 25 barrels. Uh, yeah, 25s, man. That my art. Oh, I'm, you know, we just did a barrel pick with them recently. And every time I go to the 25 gallon, you should see it. Man, it's beyond list. It's hard to beat that side. I think that the, there's only a couple of different distilleries. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, I haven't been in every distiller's back room. But I know that um, in Forty that Lonell has some small barrels because I've built a per- I built a big there in uh, Spy versus Spy, which was a beast Tech Bourbon Society hit. We was there. He did some rye barrels, and there was this small barrel with where, and then Dearson Brothers has some small ones. I, I personally, had, I didn't pick it, but I got in the barrel, 30, uh, 30 gallon barrel from them, and then. In, the flavor that comes out on those barrels is just incredible. Something about the Texas heat with those barrels of quick aging, and it just it brings out cherries, tobaccos, you know, all of it. Well, 
I'm sure chocolate that comes out in ours. It's just, yeah, it's really awesome. So tell me a little bit about like your mad scientist, the spiller, um, because I'm sure he's seen like Justin Vision or is Justin getting in the mix or how does it work? What's the dynamic between the distiller who's taking the measurements or maybe you have a Rittmaster? Well, Justin's uh, head of it all. He's a distiller. He's the builders, you know, what Glenn Brand do, how we're into our barrels. Uh, you know, he kind of got started in his brother kind of ashing for it. His brother got started and then, uh, you know, had the old bad accident, a point where a car accident. And it kind of changed the life. I was rethinking about a lot of stuff. That's medium. I mean, sorry, still. Um, yeah, so once he picked out his flavor, you know, I mean, he tried a bunch of different whiskeys. He went to Kentucky. We went, you know, a bunch of different Texas whisper distilleries at that time to point a few of them. We checked him out and really tried to figure out his flavor. And I, you know, decided to want to go get four grain, like the saltness that the weed gave with my and how they complement each other, especially in the Texas seat. You know, I uh, have some rapid aging here. So you got to figure out a way to counteract that. So, yeah, once he got it, he stuck with it and kept mugging away. We changed the recipe, something you've done along the way. And that's, again, just him learning as it goes. We learned a little bit on Salat and some other. A brother kind of started off the ground, too, and uh, bread. So, uh, no one different thing we've done is we originally started with cook, you know, like everybody, most people do the cook up at throw your grains and, and cooker. Then you push hot water in there, start cooking it up. Well, it throw your yeast uh, to right off. He decided these all some cool people that are some stuff people doing it where they're going to get a cook down bed. Fill the hot steam water. Times will go. Then we're dark rains in there and let those cook down. And it really, we actually see it change the flavor uh, in our wisdom from that. So, yeah, just learning as it goes, keeps, keep pushing away, learning the things at weeks. Um, Almost like a French coffee. Boom, yeah, where you have the plunger that you know, you're, you're forded down. Green. Huh. Never thought about that. It's, that's pretty Yeah, it did. Uh, James it told me, you know, the barrel range is where that changes, and you can really see the sweet the difference. And then you go from like end of 2018 to like early 2019 and stuff, and you will see that change. And it's just, it's really you beat. I don't think the stuff beforehand. No, yes, he did it. I still you beat. Yeah, I've talked to a number of people that I'm, I'm, I don't like to use names in general, um, unless, yeah, they, I'm giving kudos. Sure. But in this case, they were giving feedback and they were they visited the distillery within the last year and they had been super impressed with the progress. And maybe it's just your taste, your taste buds, you know, you you taste so many different things, especially Texas, but pretty bold and 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 very distinctive and our flavoring. Uh there's some there's some distillers that really want to stand out in their in the way they they do things. And they the feedback I've gotten is that Every time they they visit, it gets better and better. Like the barrels that they taste, the product that they taste, is it just keeps getting better. So kudos, Justin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not trying to get in that maybe I am, but kudos to them for for getting better and better. All right, let's let's take a pause to see what you brought us. Um, we got a lot of bottle of class here, and I've got a broad tub. So we've got a variety of bottles uh, here, and this looks like a a barrel that was done this year, right? Yeah, well, actually, I pulled that sample. Yeah, just mid months, the four year old bird, five year old, almost bird, and over five year old bird, which yes. you don't find a lot of test. This is cat string that, sure, that age. Uh, 
This one's not. This one's not open. No, we all don't read the cast. We did at the 120. It's actually one of my favorite cast strings for release recently. It's a three and a half year old barrel. So you tell me it does. Um, but yeah, I actually brought some different, you know, Grimes Mall. Yes. At my mall, which I'm a big fan of RI. always have been. What's well, the like more grain striper than, uh, 148 group? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can have that Kelvin barrel as well. It's like a little 30 gallon or 25 gallon barrel. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely want to taste that. What's the R and B? So this is the red and blue quarter. It's very little Justin's done. Um, I actually have a full bottle of it from back in 2020, my first visit to the distillery. And then I have the same. I actually don't have it at all. Like, so that's a running mall. This yeah. is a red brown. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I've actually got a barrel of it or all of it house that's three years younger than this. And then just taste the blitzes. But yeah, it's a red blue core experimental barrel. You know, it's with you see some buying percent corn, uh, yellow corn. But yeah, on this one, we actually just split that as we ran blue. So, it's Sweet. So, no malt, no malt in that. Oh, it's not It's okay. So, it's like 48, 48, and maybe four. Right. Yeah, it's a wood. No, this is our standard match still. Oh, okay. So it's going to be sixty-five percent red and blue. Yeah, yeah, okay. and then eleven I, eleven wheat, thirteen bar. Got it, got it. And what's this? So that one's really neat. It's a little experimental. It's a lot of fun. We got a local brewer in town. Okay. One of one of our barrels with some beer. The Belgian quad is got. We just dumped one. Oh, well, I take that over your top. Like, go ahead. Yeah. So we dumped on this barrel. Like we dumped it. We put it all in a holding tank. All our bourbon. And the barrel, the aged uh, uh, beer, a few months, gave us back a barrel. We filled it with the fervents, and it's been sitting in there for, I think, close to a year now. Well, I'm going to go for that. And it is, because I think, I think I'm going to be able to taste the beer. I'll think. Yeah. You know, um, I get a lot of single berries between our different single barrels, you know, with that tall flavor. It's very similar. This one just had such, like, tobacco, rich, dark finishes to it that I don't know if you all but it's. If you are looking for a reputable builder with a proven track record and a client base to back it up, give Red Construction and Development LLC a call. Red Construction offers full design build services for new construction, custom homes, and remodeling with free site evaluations. They have an a rating with the BBB and are proud members of the Tyler Area Builders Association, Texas Association of Builders, National Association of Home Builders, and the Lindale Area Chamber of Commerce. Red Construction and Development LLC stands behind the exceptional quality of their work and have the expertise, the resources, and dedication to deliver the results you need on time and on budget. To learn more, give them a call at 903-630-8660 or visit them online at www.redconstructiondevelopment.com. What is it? What is a day in the life of uh, someone who works in the celery with life? Like, because you you post a lot of reels, right? And it looks like freaking fun. Like you're just every morning. Because I mean, one of your reels said, "Well, you know, is it is it breakfast or is it working or something like that?" Talk to me a little bit about what a day looks like in in. Working in the distillery, I've worked under part of the stuff, and I've always been fun. When I got the opportunity to work out there, I jumped on it. Um, it's, it's every day I'm learning something, whether it's about a barrel, about the distillation process, uh, and that's amazing. I love that part. But also, I get to dive in barrels. I get to go play around with them, right? You know, they kind of give me free range do these goofy videos, right? They give me a little, you know, Facebook credit. Uh, but yeah, you know, I kind of get so out there. I just anti barrels a lot. I'm always trying something new. You know, in the bar, I'm always trying to match a flavor or recreate a flavor with uh, smart spirits. 
shows as a distillery behind the bar. We can't use anything at wheel. So I can't buy or move, I can't buy from other services. Right. So if I'm going to, I may not want to move, I'd match a flavor for that as well. Yeah. So yeah, I'm always just trying something new, experimental, testing my palate, testing, you know, what I, which very little, but you know, we try to, try to learn something today. Yeah. Yeah. Full disclosure to the, the, the employers at Tabapiro. Mm. I, I did, I didn't recruit you. I kind of like giving you a lifeline. Good. I appreciate yeah, it. I did, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I even made you, uh, well, I didn't make you a official job offer. I just said, mm. I would help you out, but I, I'm super, super excited for what you, what you're able to do. You know, I, I know you're in your, your lane, you know, and that shit. Super glad that they, uh, they extended uh, an offer that that made sense for you. And I know you've been super excited since you've been there. You're having a lot of fun, you tell, in the videos. Um, seems like a super friendly uh, environment mm -hmm. to work in it, where you get to, like you said, experiment. I don't like that. I mean, it's all kid in a candy store. You know, right. I just want an adult out offering candy. I, you know, and she's still out there and play. You know, I, uh, it's in New Austin, like barrels. I get to play with gold stills, touch on the stills. And that's it. It's always something to do with exciting there. No, it was wait. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that is really good. Yeah, the dark, deep flavors. Oh, I think I think that's like a beer drinker's like they're. Their segue with mm -hmm. would be this type of whole area. All right, that's so good. About the steak and shit at 120, 130s. So, so, um, walk me, walk me through again. You said it before, but you, you take the barrel, you dump it, you give it to a, a brewery. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I know which brewery it is. Then they do uh, a double Belgian, uh, the Belgian trot, Belgian fly. Then they give it back to you, mm -hmm. and you put more to sell it at it. Yep. We ran after we see that was an import vacuum too. Oh dear lord! And it is, you know, and that stuff Justin's doing. It's got several barrels like that out there, not just the about barrels, but all kinds of stuff out there. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Um, our special release barrel we did is by the Apple Bird, and since the last two years, it's like in one of our riders. Seeing in that nothing business specific was one hundred thirty gallon Calvin's, uh, and it was. Dark like that one, uh, right. just rich, just all kinds of deep flavor. It's super, super unique. You get, it's like the whiskey like hits you and beer hits you and whiskey hits you again. It, it's playful. It's yeah. very playful and, and it doesn't soup. It doesn't burn a lot. The finish, it's not super long, which isn't really meant to be that way. It sure it's got the beer involved, uh, but it's it's very flavorful. You know? But I'm more of a complex thing. Sure. So if course. you're if you're in it to just get the maker's flavor, then that's not gonna be your in your wheelhouse. But if you're into like these different nuances and stuff like that, that's that's super fantastic. Um so Tower Care has been around for a while, they've done a lot of sickle barrels. I know I've been a part of one um about a minute ago. Cool. What are some past things that you've heard about that have been fantastic or things that you're like, can't, hey, we should stop, start, repeat that stuff when it comes to single barrels and single barrel process 
Bird, do you have anything in the present that you're working on, or maybe even in the future that you can talk, tell us a little bit about when it comes to single barrels, selection, access? Because as someone who seeks single barrels for club and for sometimes individuals, it's just one of my ditches that I enjoy doing it. I really enjoy the feedback that people give, uh, especially when I'm part of the oh, yeah. sample crew, uh, because you're, you're making a big decision on sometimes small amount of volume. And uh, so talk to us a little bit about if I'm, if I'm a seeking a single, single barrel, um, what the process may have looked like, or if there's any differences, because maybe you don't know the difference, it's not a big deal. But what what do things look like in the present? Maybe what things they look like in the future? Well, we are kicking up our single barrel operations. I'm actually got uh, three barrels going out this month alone. So really excited about that. We've got longer us and all really good age on. Uh, you know, this last barrel pick I did, I'll probably edit my uh, my ways a little bit. But honestly, me and a few of my good buddies, uh, guys from the humidor, um, uh, we all went out. We all instead just climbed over barrels, man. We we went and sampled probably. It's all about Jekylls. Where he comes up, Blake. And oh, yes. Blake and Creeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We went after there, climbed over barrels. He hunted his barrel name. Oh, it is eight to 10 barrels. I think I don't think we found a bad barrel. You know, it's one after the other. That's exactly what they told me. That, you know, there was a big diversity. And, and so if I, if, let's say I wanted to get somebody come forward, they wanted to have a golf tournament, they mm -hmm. wanted to have a, a bourbon represented as part of like, the team or maybe everybody who uh, was participating, what would that process look like if, if somebody wouldn't come forward? And... Man, they uh, reach out to me um, at the distillery, reach out to us online. But yeah, if you reach out to me, I'm gonna get you in there. We're gonna go to the distillery, I'm gonna show you, you get a full four. We're up with some samples from barrels. I may, I started actually doing like presentations where I'll bring four or five of my favorite barrels up. Let's look at these. There's nothing in there. Well, I'm sure we'll go dive in the distillery after that. But typically, yeah, five Brazier barrels in there. But yeah, all we have to do really is reach out to me. We love to have people out. You know, we're just getting basically refiltered. Right. right. Shut down for three years. So we're really excited to have people out, get them out to taste barrel, show them what talk is out. You know, uh, we were releasing two year, like, I, I really enjoyed it. I was in a lot of cocktails with it. It was good for auto. But now the stuff's gotten a couple more age, and you're a couple more years of age on it. It's really, in my opinion, stand up. That's awesome, man. So before we get into maybe some some of the distillery the, the only type stuff, mm -hmm. talk to me about what I could expect to see maybe on some shelves in Texas, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. So if I go to a Texas liquor store mm -hmm. that's fairly well stocked. Sure. What sh what kind of product should I see from Tyler? Typically, they're always going to have, or most Texas stores right now have our four grain, our underproof four grain. It's a silver label system, it, just like that. It's our flagship. Uh, it's fantastic. Yes, me at 130. Um, also, our rye, our rye malt. Um, it's 68 percent malted rye, 13 percent unmalted rye, six percent or corn, six percent wheat, and then. 3% barzy. So that's our rye. That 100 by fruit, to be honest, since I'm a huge fan of our rye, it's a lot more soft than wide and rye. Yeah, you know, chocolate forward. Yeah. Uh, that's typically going to be on our shelves. And we also have cast rank offering. Same label as this. Actually, this exact one is in a pop shelf stores right now. Um, cast rings have come anywhere between 120, 130. We tried it off a little bit, they need a higher 40s out in the market. So that might probably let people out a little bit. Sure. 
But yeah, typically any of those specs, you go to uh, Goody Goody. You know, any of the big brands around carries, all the wine, makes you just single barrel pick four. So awesome. Awesome. Do you build any project? I mean, so a lot of distillers are starting to get into Adorata, mm. starting to get into toasted batches, a lot of Cabernet finishes. Uh, you see a lot of different variations of maybe a poor product or a multi-layer product. So maybe you have a product like our iron group that is done in sherry. So they finish the product, they put in the sherry barrel for two, three months, and they put it in an sure. uh, barrel for a couple months. Any projects on the right? I, you don't have to fully disclose, but I mean, you could kind of give us a hint. Well, we've got, you know, I mentioned our beer barrel. We've also got the red and blue corn. We've got a few, uh, two more bourbon barrels finishing in rye barrel, right Alice Rattle. I do know we just got four barrels in from a winery. What we're doing with those, I'm not sure. We even got four 53 gallon barrels just standing in dice and rack. Really? I'll just leave that one there. <laughs> uh, there's always something they've got going on or an idea of that sort. It's just, just you know, it just, it, he always knows how to bend it where it needs to be a cement and blood fun ways. So I'm excited to see that. We do have a new product line we'll be releasing. Hopefully this year, it's going to still drive our product line. Coming in a little bit cheaper price point. Okay. Simply our burgers going to be around 50 to $60 on the shelf. We're trying to get this one in under $40 on the shelves. Wow. Uh, uh, everyday man's uh, bourbon. Our spurs and own spirits. We're our daughters. Yeah, that fiber. Okay, we've got the name for the lounge as well, and still driver lounge. We're right next to a train track, so it's uh, we're all uh, tying that in. There's that new bottle, which is new designs, really new as well. Is it gonna be the canteen style or no? no. It's that new bottle, um, short, not short, that it's uh, comes up the neck, kind of rounds out, it's got a long neck on it. It's a really cool bottle we got and sourced out, and uh, just recently, and just kind of while figure out how I wouldn't do this bottle. Correct. So they're finishing up designs on that, and I'll get my able to leave the TTB as well. So proof. Um, probably right in that 40s, 45. Uh, gross, you could get right around 90s. Nice. Little above, a little above nine, somewhere in the about six. Is it going to be a two year product? Yes, sir. A bit, yeah, okay. Possibly a deleted product. Oh, so it's fall match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sweet. So, um, you guys have, like you said, just opened up. You've got a new still, or you've got two new stills, right? That are, that are done. You've got barrels there. A lot of barrels there. You've got a new bar, right? So that's been constructed for five months, you said? Yeah, we got open uh, back in August. We had a massive grand opening. Palestinian community showed up, really supported us. Super excited. But, in our, you know, we got the bar open. We always serve our products, and we've got our four-grain bourbon, if I were right. We also got a vodka and a gin. Okay. Oh, okay. We will be making a lot of the gen for future reactions for the city. So I'm asking you, you know, the kind of daughters of us. Yes. So it's a nice stitch of Tyson. Tyson, those gins. Edit and ask it. It's so good. And, and so does it becomes a near bottle, correct? Or you have to remodel it. Eddie gave me two big old blue vats of 190 proof. One's gin, one's vodka, 60 gallons of peaks. And I proof it down myself, follow it myself, hold it. Why is it a log one? I've never seen. 60 gallons of fire and ice. So it's already done. Oh, yeah. And it just ships over down. Yeah. And I'll put it down. And that, yeah, it's like, with the under 92 proof at 60 gallons at 60 gallons water, ran out of water for Wow. Insane. It's, it's big. It's strong. You smell. You open that fat and you get the geometry back. Just like, oh, yeah. 
gets you. And the gin's really fun because that citrus is a lot, we're very full in that citrus. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of really deep fusions. I did chamomile gin, a green tea gin, pineapple gin. So your two main things. So is it in, what kind of bottle is it in? It'll be actually our still dryer bottle. So I'm okay, it. got it, got it, got it. So if you already have some bottle. For distilleries. Yeah, we'll wait until they need some just to eat out. Yeah. yeah, I've already got five and gin, distillery views. I make all have a contract. Yeah, it's awesome, man. All right, so I'm going to go with RB. This is the one with 148. We got to finish with that. Yeah, no, that one gets a little spicy. Yeah, I actually uh, tried that over every dance while you're missing some of it now. I was <laughs> really excited. Justin told me to go ahead and bring that one. Every time I see one of these bottles, especially with like, if you guys could see this, look at that writing. I mean, anytime you see that writing, I get super excited because you know that some chemist was, they have the worst handwriting, typically, just like doctors. And it's, it's so good. I mean, and of course, they had to write Really big so that people would understand, like, you're getting in some just like, hot stuff. Look at that. You get the pinch and support your gas tank, you'll be all right. Right, exactly. Um, any, I didn't say, um, but I did it anyway. Any expansion things that are happening? Are you guys adding like horseshoe pit or uh, maybe like <laughs> a, a kids area? I know when I go to Kipper, Kipper Saw, sure. they have like a kids zone and they have. You know, the vineyards that have the, you know, the, the birds out there, the whites and this, that, the other. I'm sure there's ideas being tossed around because it's a new year, right? So any, anything that you guys are, are doing throughout the area? You know, um, the fact about it open, you know, back in all this, we're always not add, expand something, do something. Sure, we got live music on our Friday nights. Oh, sweet my So Friday nights. Yes. And to start. Six to nine. Six to nine. Actually, uh, this Friday is in this air last by uh, Chris Rice is out there playing. Oh, sweetie. Another, another reference to Chris. Oh, no. Yeah, he's uh, he's so inspiring. So many times. This dude does uh, cocktails online, just like me. But uh, honestly, you really might go into it. Just really incredible palate. God knows what's doing this now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we do live music on Fridays. We do have like a little smoky patio right now where you have plans in the future to expand that. Put some lights out there, make it a little bit nicer. You know, uh, Palestine's actually offered us a train car to do some stuff with. So, oh, I heard about that. I kicked around the idea of a, of a cigar lounge, the speakeasy, but we have our own five to spur next to the rail, to the actual rail. Oh, it's so, so right. We can throw cars on there if we want to, and be around to the distillery and actual rail line. So, definitely have uh, got some things in mind. But yeah, cool without the museum there. I mean, I'll take people into kind of take a look at it. Some maybe some early utensils, so yeah, stuff like that. Uh, my dad was in the railroad industry, yeah, for four years, twenty plus years, and so um, I one of my favorite memories was he was in a lot of different places, but in this memory, we were in New Orleans, and as many people know, there's a lot of water, bodies of water, channels. You don't drive a train, you run it. Sure. So you you know you pull the throttle and and put it in over now by the bridges was maybe I shouldn't have smoked maybe I shouldn't insert odds of a den. It was so much it was so much fun and so yeah, pair the engine and push your forward, slip it down and so cool. 
And my grandfather did a lot of work in gooses. And so that, I would assume that maybe the trail park or this training park probably needs because the engine adds so much motor and ride of it. There's not a lot of space. It's really not in the line at all. Um, there's enough to run it. A couple guys that sit around it and I and spit in the corner in a statue. That's with that. Uh, keep it off more, sure. It's not being so slick. So, uh, man, it's, it, uh, I love the training deal down like with that up here. It's, uh, here at the Vectum, uh, just across the street to have they, uh, lose that kids can, could go through all that's all that good stuff. Um, so life's maybe the booze, all that good stuff. If I come out to Palestine, and I want to visit the story for MLR, real bar manager, uh, what should I expect? First off, you guys are going to be one of the stops on the trail, right? Yes, sir. Uh, in Texas. So I'm going to stop in there. It's not a congested area, is it? No, Allison's a smaller community. We only got about four names behind now, people. So it's actually pretty easy to get in and out of without Allison all 155, uh, coming from Tyler. Um, a little bit tougher to find, you know, as cities grow, roads get rearranged, train tracks cut old roads and maybe new ones. Um, we're actually fighting about Google Maps for public three months now, just trying to get my information sticks there. Um, but once you see it's pretty different, I mean, a big sign up on this called the Care Road. Um, but yeah, once you walk in, and it's, it's a lot, it's really cool. I love to do many tours. You know, we do tours where you schedule them online. You schedule them up, we're going to come in, do a 45-minute tour, we're going to pull through the barrel, do the bowl tasting. Give you some time and station before we open. Um, but if you're just coming up the streets, we're not crazy because I'm going to show you where. I'm going to take the end of the still, or show you the still, still fun stuff. You know, uh, I, I just like to treat every guest like it's their first time there. Like I've met them. I want to, I want to show or made up, show them all the ads. It's actually my favorite part, getting into it to the tours. You know, cocktail in hand. Let's go see the stills. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite cocktail of May? Or what, what, what do you think you get the best reaction from? And this it, is, it sounds a little cheesy, but I love the old fashioned. I have heard the labor, you can build a bar on the back of it with old fashioned. And there's so many different variations. Sure. You know, I start and give our base old fashioned rest to a beautiful, the simple, fireproof, bisky, bitters, um, and then uh, a flamed orange and amaretto cherry. Super easy, but really accentuates all the flavors. You get all the good flavors under the top. It's just an easy cocktail drink, not too free. It also sort of burn kick. A lot with it, you can make so many different variations. So I started doing some bit sempasuras and things like that. I made a shiitake maple mushroom sempasura. What is And which I did with the shiitake maple mushroom so Wow. And I did an old fashion with that. And I'll even do like old fashioned made that and like a fat washed bourbon. So I'll take a bourbon milk, mix in bacon fat, let that stick, pull out fat, and you have like fat rinse bourbon. I'll make old fashioned. It made a ton. Turns out I sold the carbon. Basically, it's whole, yeah, phenomenal. So uh, I'm, I love the old fashioned. Keeps so much other variations. So many different plates. Any anything that surprised you when you tossed it together? Where you you were taking a whiskey and and you were kind of like just trying to figure out the scientist part of you, and, and you're putting it together. You're like, this doesn't make any sense. Which some of that didn't, but. And, and it comes out, you're just like, wow. I mean, you know, we actually house into the hot chili ever fest every year. Okay. One thing that's 
commonly known as Variety and Variety down the off the rails, right? Okay, hot and bourbon don't really go well because yeah, they don't need bourbon spice. And uh, so we had the hot chili pepper. But I said, walk out of some spice and bourbon. So I took some scorpion pepper and I induced some in calf string bourbon. Oh, great. I didn't pop the skin on scorpion peppers. I slipped and sit and melted it for a couple of weeks and I made it with one of my other cocktails. All spilled by Rick Carter. It's got a little bit of rosemary, honey, some ginger, a little bit of lemon, and curve. Also, I've been that half scorpion pepper bourbon there. It is to die for it. The heat comes through. Oh, wait, but at least that's. Uh, it was, I was so surprised, you know, uh, I've been tasting, but I tried to pair my bourbon pop to you. Now, what do you think about what is this? And uh, so just to see it in there so well, man, I was, it's, I will wash over bourbon into that. Yeah. Do you know this have food out there? No, not yet. We got the, I was like, I thought I didn't mention it. And I figured we're going to have a food truck out there eventually, right? So grand opening that food truck went really well. Yeah, we start picking up his, we just support food trucks and stuff out there. Yeah, we just kick around the idea of some charge you rewards, stuff like that. Now that we're in the first year, we really start seeing, they, you know, there's a lot of really great global restaurants being encouraged people to go to. I know. Pine Girl, some good friends bar. Yes. Old Magnolia down the road. They, they know my, my heart, my heart, and the nails. So, right. a lot of good restaurants we encourage the regular food men come in, we like that party, what's that spot? Right. Yeah, I mean, now you can get DoorDash and some of that. Is that, is that, Pretty prevalent in Lansing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I figure it's pretty, I don't live there, so I don't know, but is it pretty easy to order food from the store? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of girl guys do. Granders, I kind of direct our guys to a specific restaurant across the street. Sometimes you're a little south of the Rand place, a little talk about it's cost street. Does that do this and stuff? Yeah. I kind of direct a lot of around Yes. Yeah, because yeah, once a distillery offers food, that it makes things different. I mean, especially if it's, in the same, you know, under the same role. And, you know, we started, uh, we got moved to 2020. We started, you know, air on oh, now let's skeleton crew. Let's get open. Let's get working. Good space operational. And so, uh, you know, adding boo, we, you know, we want to see some of it out on the road. Just get our feet under us. Let's get some stuff going. We'll do going at that. Right. Uh, is there anything that our viewers, listeners should know about? Yeah, the distillery scene that that maybe could be a misperception or something that they they heard about that that's, that's, you've heard that people are coming in going, oh, I heard it was you know a lot of what I hear really is people that tried our younger whiskey and then some of our year and a half two or really two year old whiskey we were up with now. Again, I mentioned earlier, it's actually got the sorry with tall, it's making top with that stuff for hard. I loved it. It was good whiskey, but it wasn't incredible to stand out. Uh, now, we've got a few more years on it. I kind of mentioned earlier, it's hard to find Texas BSC with this less age, this less age on it. Right now, I think it uh, just really stands out. The soul is as Texas whiskey area. It's new, at least when they're making their own, not being sourced. Um, I just said it, it, it's the malls, the chocolates that come through, which is, like I said, it's, it's really hard to beat our whiskey. Well, it, I don't disagree. Um, all right, man, it's my favorite part of the show. Um, that's so hard, right? I didn't read the article. You haven't been elaborating too much, which is cool. I think I've had a lot of alters on. Sure. Which is great, by the way. It's good. Um, and, and you're to the point, man. It's so good. It's refreshing. Um, you're passionate about it, I can tell. Uh, you, you got a red employer, uh, you have a future in the industry, you know that. Um, so it's my favorite part of this, the, the, 
the episodes where you get to give your shout outs to people that positioned you to do this. You're a salesman by trade, there's no doubt about that's why you know other trade. Uh, yeah, no, well, let's just look at you. I love it. All my favorite parts when I hear the train go by this story. There's an alum. I know it's shaving the Rivera. It was just it so nicely. I was in a location. Today, at the same thing. Man, the RV is, <clears throat> for someone who's serious about bourbon, and that's been in bourbon for a while, it's not for the faint heart. It's not for someone who has just jumped into bourbon. It's for someone who can disintegrate the, the grains, can, can taste it, and just, I said disintegrate, this differentiator, the grains between the red and the blue, and understand how that pour gets very corn full of pour. There's no doubt about it. But you can taste there's two different kinds sure. that are playing in the same pool. Yeah. But uh it's 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 very good in a serious way. Sure. It's a very serious burp. Mm -hmm. Uh it's not one that I would want to put in any blend of canal. Sure. And once I mean you could put it in, but I wouldn't want to see it. Um so all right, I'm gonna pour one more. I'm gonna pour in this uh, 2047. I've already had eight one. He's specifically pouring. Forget, forget. I wish I had richer than Gene Wilder. A thousand now, dude. They did a no pour it white shirt. This good time. My 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 guess, if he wanted you to break this, uh, something's gonna be really good about it. For a one. 48. I can notice this older. And uh, there's been plenty of bourbon whiskey said I have not been able to notice it. Sure. That number is not flat. All right, man. It's my favorite time of the episode. We get to do shout outs. These are the people that possibly encouraged you, uh, gave you the shout of the nudge or open the door to what you're doing now or what you may use in the future. I, I love it because sometimes these folks don't get appreciation they deserve or that they, they understand mm -hmm. that they shouldn't have. Uh, what are some folks that, that you you think about when you think about that? You know, the first person that always comes to mind, we actually had it on the podcast already, Chantwood. Yeah, uh, the amount of knowledge that woman has, uh, the, the palette, everything. She actually started my uh, my first party class, and I was sort of bar managing. I wanted to learn more about spirits. I wanted to build the what you know the cheapest spirits like food into a cocktail, still make it small cocktail. And I you know, to be able to learn. She offered me to do a my first party class. We stayed in the my uh, first tour class. Yeah. After that, I dove in. You know, I took her class. I was wide-eyed the whole time, ears open, listening, super excited, and it just dove me in. I started, you know, really heard an auntie after that. And I ended up doing my executive version story class out in Kentucky at the house of her. And gosh, she just instilled so much knowledge. Even every time I see her, she's there's a little snit that she's getting you maybe on a handful of sips. She you've never heard court, you never know. It's in the mouth. She does it so like nonchalant. Yeah, you should almost know it. it's like, well, you know, you should do this. I'm like, or you shouldn't 
look, you know, this is from here. And I'm like, wait a bit, I've never heard that. And then you're like, I don't want that dumb. <laughs> but I, you know, I've done tastings with the right research, the wisdom split tastings. I thought I had, and she comes in, like, well, to show this and this and this about this. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I didn't want her to not, uh, you know, her. So she's just, she'd always been a big inspiration for me. I love having her out, even watching her do takes and shirts. She's smart, smart. I've been on quite a few tastings with her mm -hmm. and she's got a, I don't know if you're, have you ever done a barrel pin? Not a barrel pin. Okay. So if you do, I'm not going to disclose all of her unique things because she, she may need a bit of spot. So maybe she probably would, I don't know, maybe, but, uh, she has a very unique way of doing barrel pins that I've never seen done by anyone else. And the thing about her is that every sip that she takes, you can tell that there's a very uh, detailed process that she's going through to understand what she's tasting. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a complex that thing. Then some people would say, well, you know, too complex, but it's not. It's she's she's dissecting everything that's in there. She's pulled out notes of whiskey that I didn't know were in, but it's still right for it. After she pulled them out, thinking about it and try to write, oh my gosh, the nano ruts, you know, and it, it's just incredible. She thinks, yeah, that. Um, and another big one is why that my second pressure really, Chris Rice. I know I've mentioned him before, sure. Um, but then really last six months, year, and him from all our work together at the humidor, we do, uh, a quiz of, you know, the guy had a tomato palette. So I take, you know, two or three different bourbons, you know, you lot is there and I pour him one, tell him a guess. Kentucky or Texas, tell me a guess. Peru, Nashville, a whole bit. Awesome. The guy would always, on Peru, he would be, you know, then two or three proof. Sure, sure, trying. I could tell you whether it was Texas or Kentucky. Yeah. And and that was just incredible to me. And I started watching Makes Cocktails, his cocktail videos, and his wife had a uh, Instagram poll. Cats, cocktails. He's, they're all on the list to have on, uh, I think it'd be awesome to have both of them on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it'd be just awesome conversation with them, be a performer, and also making drinks and his life making drinks. It, it's right up around. He knows cigars. He knows bourbon. You know, I have him as a musician out there at the, at the lounge all the time. He's just, I can't see him up about that guy. He's one of our favorite people. Definitely. And really inspiring. Seven students. Chip. Big fan. Yeah. You know it yeah. Oh, man. So I want to get this started. I, well, you know, I'm always thankful to, uh, it's funny, I say it's Rick Elzai. Uh, you know, yeah. Rick's on square. That's, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually got my, I've already been marching in Texas Roadhouse for a little bit here and there, but I went in there looking for a job. You know, at a bar team? I said, sure. I had no idea. Because <laughs> now I just, uh, they know there's a guy named Miss Murray, a guy named Travis. Uh, they kind of came in and took me under the wing. Grandeur rubs. They beat me up a little bit. They taught me all the ins and outs of the crowd. Parking. I would not be here hey, without any of those guys. We're called Tide. Yeah, you know, I would back our word for him. You know, I would sit there, do our Rickisms behind his back. Every time it's like, are you here, Trent? You know, and make fun of it. Man, I look back. The stuff that taught me and the stuff those guys taught me was always, you know, it's just stuff with me. You know, it's what got me job I'm at now. It's really great with those guys. Very awesome. Man, it's so great to have y'all. I hope you enjoyed it. Man, I loved coming on. I was so excited. You told me you were doing a podcast. Super nervous. You got it at first, but you know, why well, saw your podcast? Good air. You were easy to go. I don't know. If y'all listen to it, you already missed Yeah, way easy. Um, man, it was it was awesome to have you on. Uh, one of my first experiences with 
East Texas, just bourbon in general was with our bower. Um, it was with the uh, Chief Cato, Mamonde, um, that the Virgin Society did. Uh, it's it's a main staple in our area. I really enjoy the, the whiskey, but I, I more enjoy the people, uh, the people behind the, the juice. It, 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 it matters. And I think it's, uh, it's great to have you on, tell a story, help people understand, especially the ones that are listening, watching, and sharing. Mm. So that way folks can travel to Palestine. Oh, yeah. That's always, that's what we want them to do. And it sounds like you're doing some freaking crazy, awesome drinks oh, down there. Yeah. Always yeah. find something new. Absolutely. So thank you all so much for viewing this episode 12. We had a great time. And looking forward to episode 13. We've got a awesome, awesome episode of 13. We're going to have some folks on talking about a hundred men that give a damn, which is, I know, a little braces, but it's a great cause. Looking forward to uh, you guys tuning in. Thanks so much.